Yes, we're doing a second episode today. At the same time, when I upload it, we're going to pick up along with the other episode that's going on. Um, just had a quick thought just now. Got up around some errands. So, let's uh, get into it. As I mentioned again, I want to say thank you so much, um, guys, for being a part of this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Can't say that much. Can't say that um, enough. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys have really um, pushed me to actually go further in this. Um, just got ideas on the road when I was driving, and um, I want to do uh, another episode really quick. So I gave you guys episode three. This is going to be episode four. Not a part of the kitchen nightmares because I want to do a volume esque. So that's going to be more of those later down the line. But nevertheless, let's get right into it. So before I start, um. There is a Twitter for um, the podcast. A Twitter for the podcast is called the Elephant Room Pod. I fucked up on the last one. It's called Elephant. I put it inside the description. E-L-E-P-A-N-T Room, R-O-O-M-P-O-D. Elephant Room Pod. So the Elephant Room Podcast, but somebody took the shit. So working on getting that shit trademarked so I can take this shit down and make it a full-blown name. Um, so... For right now, it's going to be called Elephant Room Pod. Um, look at me up on Twitter. Send me some memes, some gifts, some thoughts, some questions, some, some concerns, just some topics. Give me something. I'll shout you out. I'll make sure that you're um, known. If you want to be anonymous, keep it anonymous. Um, I won't say your name. I won't say the idea that you brought this. Shoot me something. Make sure you say, hey, look, I don't mind you saying my name or, hey, can keep it anonymous. Boom. Anything you think is weird in the world. And we at it. So, without further ado, welcome to the Elephant Room Podcast. Elephant in the Room. So, going into um, what I deem to be the weird elephant in the room today is going to be road rage. (laughs) I was on the road today and I went to go, (coughs) excuse me, I went to go run some errands uh, this morning. Um, actually take the back. I was thinking about going to run some errands and I was getting towards my car and I was like, yeah, you know, I can go run some errands, but I can either do that tomorrow since I'm off on Saturday. Um, but, uh, when I got close to my car, I was like, damn, what? There's just so much bullshit around a car and ideas. Like, I can make that in a pot. You know, let's, let's say, let's turn that into something. So when I mean, um, road rage, um, everybody's dealt with it. Everybody's had an instance of road rage, but there's more levels to road rage, which is indecency to a car that makes me think we live in a society where guns are prioritized as like the main state killers in America. You know, um, your um, uh, AR-15s, your Glocks, 1911s, your um, hell, your knives, your uh, Swiss Army knives, whatever hell that you have. Um, those things are deemed to be um, the mainstay killers in America. You know, with psychopaths and killers out there, they, they're the main form of um, transportation, per se, to actually murdering someone is their weapon of choice, right? But nobody actually talks about the fact that <laughs> the, let's just put a name on it, um, most likely a serial killer out there would be a white guy. So let's say Peter. Uh, Peter is out there fucking with, um, you know, an arsenal of weapons ready to strike and kill people and, and that nature. But he bought, you know, a gun. He brought a knife. He went to go do some mass murder. No, he went to do some serial killer shit. And to actually get a weapon, you know, you have to do 
Uh, you have to get a license. Some people actually do back. I mean, you have to do a background check. Um, you can't just go willy nilly and just buy a gun nowadays. I mean, we are in Texas. So I mean, I'm pretty sure you can find a gun from someone that was illegal to purchase. Um, but everybody wants to talk about the AR-15, but nobody wants to talk about Peter's Toyota Tacoma that he can fucking run into somebody and do some damage with. That, that is the, the pinnacle of a weapon itself. You're driving a two-ton, four-ton, one-ton, whatever the car that you're driving um, down the road that is a hyper-missile to take down multiple people before he even stopped, you know? Um and that speaks volumes, when it, especially when it comes to road rage. In that quick instance of you just chilling, you know, listening to music, stuff like that. There's this thing called, talk about them last podcast. That's something that's internal inside of you. There's a good void and there's a bad void. The bad void is um, when you're standing on the ledge of something and you're looking over the edge and you hear this this incessant need, some some darker, deeper voice that's saying, hey you'll survive jump that is the void those who don't know that 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 um 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 psychotic uh level that most people have and they just don't address it that is called the void um and some people listen to it some people actually act on it and stuff like that but you know that that internal thought process of doing something crazy is wild to me you know people have perpetuated the idea that um murdering is um um, a serial killer's game or a murderer's game haven't drove on or driven on 45 <laughs> haven't driven 45 during uh, rush hour um, here in Houston you drive on 45 you know during uh, your let's say 2 o'clock to about 7 o'clock or 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock or 7 a.m. to 10 a.m is your windows of operation when it comes to this hyper traffic on any major freeway 249 45 i10 610 uh, 59 uh 49 that those consistent traffic levels is can drive anybody psychotic so you have your um people that are um on the road driving a car accident happens right it's slowed down the process of you getting to where you need to go at the time. Everywhere in Houston, and I think I've, I've, uh, I've said this before to one of my friends, like you can get anywhere you want to in Houston in less than 30 minutes, less than 30 minutes, right? With traffic, 45 hour, hour and 15, sometimes even two hours. Driving on the feeder for people that don't have easy tags, uh, um, that time increases exponentially just by living here in Houston. So you are on the road, you're driving, you constantly hearing um, cars just passing by, you know, that that whipping sound of cars just, you know, doing their thing, doing the normal rigmarole um, in your car, listening to music. And um, it is um, just, let's get you in the field for it, you know? Let's, 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 let's push that narrative that is the car that those these are the cars going by you know driving um and you are going to where you go all right now what happens when all of that stops all of that stops and you hear this day is fucking ruined car accident happens somebody stops they they have to maneuver out the way of the road cops have came emt has came you know ambulance came depending on severity of the car crashes and now the time frame of you actually getting to where you go is substantially longer right um and with that car accident there's the um i'm, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard of you know, oh damn! I had to look at it so bad. You know, this is, you know, it's it's like when you when you see car accidents, you have to look at it. Everybody has this need to look at it, right? And that builds up anger inside of me too, because I do the same shit, and and I'm such a hypocrite, because <laughs> uh, we're on the freeway, car accident happens. You know, get you in the mindset, driving, boom, right? You go, you're driving, and then now everything's a standstill. Now you're looking at another 15 minutes extra in traffic because it's 
people just stopping and staring and you're pissed off like come on fuck come on i'm trying to get to where i need to go this is bullshit right you if you have those uh uh automated car stop um that saves up on gas that is one of the most annoying shit too because it reminds me that i'm in a standstill i'm going we're driving and next thing you know the car has to start back up again my car doesn't sound like that but you get the point your car has to start back up again and you're constantly waiting back and forth and then you finally get to a point where okay cool now i can go everybody's gone before me these jackasses that stayed at the car accident and now i'm driving cruising along cruising along and then i was like damn i gotta look at the car accident too so i slow down my car i look at the car accident like god damn I look up, no cars in front of me. Everybody's floored because they had gone by the day. I'm like, fuck, now I'm part of the problem. <laughs> and um, that is the, it's, it, it's such a, such a weird thing, you know, um, road rage and cinema in general. It's uh, you can have a bad day and it turns into worse. There's a movie, um, with Russell Crowe. Um, I have to look it up. Fuck, it's gonna kill me if I don't. But um, there's a movie, um, that Russell Crowe has, and he is a um, Rage Russell Crowe Russell Crowe movie, um, where he's just having a bad day. Unhinge. I knew I fucking knew the name of it. So Unhinge is a movie where um Russell Crowe is having a bad day and some fucking woman um he was just he's being polite he said hey man hey lady you cut me off um um you're not gonna say sorry you know i'm having a very bad day um i would really appreciate if you said sorry it would just make my day so much better and she's like fuck you dude i mean she's having a bad day too right and russell crowe is like fuck me bitch no fuck you i'm about to ruin your whole life Motherfucker stalks her, chases her down inside of his fucking to- uh, Toyota Tundra or Ford F-150. Um, wrecks her a couple times, follows her home, tries to kill this woman. So much so that this road rage, he couldn't even stop himself, right? That 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 anger that's been built up inside you because your boss told you uh, you had to stay late or um, your girlfriend broke up with you that day or your mom died or, um, you know, you got to a restaurant too late and it closed down if you fat person like me <laughs> let's talk about the things that piss me off all right the things that piss me off um um my my um let's say dealing with stupid ass employees that would piss me off you know um stuffing my toe um uh when um i don't know when somebody says something inappropriate to me it is and what's another thing that makes me mad um you know what? Motherfuckers that don't walk up the escalator when um, when I'm in a rush, you know? I know the world doesn't work on my timetable and it's such a stupid thing to be upset about, but when I'm on the escalator in some place that we're going and somebody just like stood stand still and just like chilling when easily we can just kind of go up and get it done or whatever, um, that annoys me. Um, motherfuckers that, that leave like uh, a little droplet of juice in a jug in the refrigerator, go fuck yourself. All right. <laughs> um, people that don't do their job properly or um, um, customers that act for the most weirdest fucking thing possible on food or the, the improper etiquette of actual ordering. When you get to a restaurant, everybody that's in my group, we all know we came there to eat. Right. So we're going to talk while we're there eating. There's no um, there's no um, we get there. We're all talking, we're all getting to know, know, know each other, you know, we order a couple of drinks and then we're sitting there conversating for a solid 20, 30 minutes, right? The, the restaurant has an order of service. You're trying to get people in and out. People are trying to actually sit down and eat, right? So this table comes in, five people, six people pick a fucking number. They sit down, they eat, they order. Um, My group, we can be eight people deep. We come there, everybody knows, hey, look, order a drink, look at the menu, know what you want, order appetizer, order dinner. Um, after that, uh, while they're getting the food, cause it's going to take a minute. We're talking, we're talking, we're conversating phones down, you know, proper etiquette in the restaurant We're we're talking, we're conversating, we're getting, we're catching up, blah, 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 blah. Food comes. We're still talking while we're eating the same time frame that it would be if you spent extra 30 minutes. Right. And then 
that whole extra bullshit. I'm got to be honest. It's mostly white people. You guys come into a restaurant. You sit down. You sit there and talk for like a solid 30 minutes. And I know what I'm talking about. This isn't a racist point. This is this is serious shit I'm talking about because I'm a chef. I see through the window what y'all do. Y'all come in. Y'all order a couple of drinks. Hey, how's it going? I mean, oh, Tim's playing in a new baseball league. Yeah, you know, he just, you know, just won. He's on actually a, a, a shortstop. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, okay, that's great. That's great. I mean, people are showing pictures of their baby. People are fucking talking about wedding plans, honeymoon plans, uh, anniversary plans. Um, Children in college, how they excited to actually have the house and they done nesting. Oh, I just finished breastfeeding. You, you motherfuckers are the weirdest people when it comes to just conversating inside of the, the kitchen. I mean, inside the dining room. Uh, it, it's to be a fly on the wall because I have been there. I've been a server before, so I know exactly what you guys are talking about. And then the weirdest things pop up. And, uh, and to be honest, there is no exception to what race this extends to. Because the conversation that you hear that are fucking wild out of the, the this park is even extends to into my own personal life because everybody knows that I'm weird and, and I talk about weird shit stuff like that. That's part of my charm, you know. I'd, I'd say stuff that nobody else wants to say, or I do things that other people are afraid to do. You know, I point the motherfuckers when <laughs> when you when you describing someone, and I hate a, a particular person I know does this. Um, instead of pointing or instead of like uh, asking for something, they use their lips to like kind of uh, point at that object. So mm, that that <laughs> if you if you hear that sound and you know exactly who I'm fucking talking about, fuck you, all right. And every Venezuelan fucking uh, country that you come from, Maracaibo, like I, I yeah, that's a direct shot towards this person. He knows what I'm talking about. Um, Sixteen minutes in, I made my point. All right. Anyway. So, I, you know, I do weird shit. And so at my table, there's a there's a resounding um, need to do the same thing over again. One person in particular, well, one of my brothers does this. Um, I mentioned in my last podcast, Ivan, uh, he likes to ask the server or the waitress or the waiter. Um, hey, do you think you can beat up him? And he's pointing at me. And I'm like, what the fuck is this about? Right. Those things extend further into the conversation anyway so i kind of got off the topic but going back to road rage car accidents hidden runs um everybody lives on a timetable of like um they've had a car accident or they they you know i haven't experienced a car accident knock on wood but uh <coughs> i pray to god that i never had to experience that uh especially with no insurance that would be a fucking bummer but if I do get into a car accident, the motherfuckers better be at fault so that way I can get rid of this car. You know what I mean? Um, but I've owned trucks. I've owned smaller vehicles like the one I have right now. Um, and so even though these cars are a very, very, very dangerous thing, you know, they don't we don't do background checks on cars. We don't do a psych eval to see if you can get something. We don't do um, um, a. Uh, wellness check when you're purchasing these things and and it's so weird that our country operates on the idea that these cars are our form of transportation and we let these people drive it and they, these these are bombs waiting to be used waiting to be explored right and um nobody ever actually addresses that and it's it's so weird to me right because i know for a fact that I'm on the road and sometimes I see people on the road and I think they're like points. Like, like I'm, I'm like, I'm playing fucking twisted metal and I'm driving down the road and I see somebody walking down the street and I'm like, if I just turn my car just a little bit, no, 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 just, just calm down. You know, like I, I've even driven on the road and people have the sense of entitlement walking on the street when there's a perfectly good sidewalk, mostly kids, sometimes adults. And they just, they're like, oh, you know, just the, the sidewalk is kind of fucked up. But I want to run on the street because I'm trying to get my jogging and stuff like that. Bitch, I'm driving a two ton vehicle that is flying down the freeway. If I'm flying down the street at 40 miles per hour, I can easily make your ass a bug on the windshield. Get the fuck off the way of the road. And it, and it never fails. Like you, you would think that you would understand the rules of the road, but no, they, 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 they get on the road. They start walking and don't give me fucking start of people that drives bicycles, right? You motherfuckers that are on bicycles pedaling like your goddamn Louis Armstrong. Is that the dude? No, Louis Armstrong was, uh, um, and that was one of the Armstrongs. I'm talking about the white nigga that lost one of his nuts. 
to cancer. Um, it's not Louis Armstrong. Not Louis. Neil Armstrong? I think it's Neil Armstrong. That's eh, one of them, right? So Mr. Armstrong himself, uh, one nut Armstrong, <laughs> one nut Armstrong is uh, um, fucking pedal down the bicycle, the pedaling down the lanes, just killing it, you know, getting his workout in. There is no bike lane on the road, right? So he's he's pedaling, he's pedaling, he's got his earphone in, and he's just taking up like a just a, I want to say half of the road on the straight, right? Full get up, full tire, right? Then that's I never seen too many niggas on the bicycles pedaling before, unless they're in the neighborhood. But you white motherfuckers, y'all make it a very point, like to be like, look, I'm on the road, you know, I'm watch out for me i'm doing my shit like y'all have to be like no motherfucker like i will make you a a, a label on a t-shirt <laughs> fucking keep pissing me off and all i gotta do is just turn just turn my steering wheel just a little bit and gone right i'm riding driving and i pass some dude up hey i'm i'm walking here i'm walking here and your ass will death sure will be dead there keep fucking with me all right so right away um uh crazy drivers background checks on cars nobody ever talks about this and it's in i'm not saying that it's ever going to change because i don't think it ever will change you know back when they had fucking steamboat willy or fucking um combustible engine cars and stuff like that when the cars only can go like 20 miles per hour or some shit like that or 30 miles per hour um there was, I don't think there was ever a moment when they were like, hey, look, you know, these cars actually can kill somebody, blah, blah, blah. Let's do background checks. Let's do saggy valve. Let's see if somebody's actually stable on the road because, you know, little Timmy could be drowning cats uh, when he was six and he's been waiting to get a car. He doesn't want to use a gun. He wants to be a mass murderer with cars. And you start looking at people different, you know, and it extends to way more than that because let me point something out really quick. Every ethnic race that I know has a stereotype driver. Black people, we drive fast or we drive a little crazy, right? Asians, they drive probably the worst out of the whole community. That's the stigma they give. That's the stereotype they give. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying my mom, when I was a kid, <laughs> I do my best impression on mom. Um, we're driving on the road. We're just cruising down the street. And she sees somebody that's cut her off, not doing what the fuck she want to do. They were every race except for black and white. So if they were if they weren't black and white, they were a bad driver, right? Driving down the road, chilling. I'm, I'm on the front seat, probably on my phone or whatever the fuck I'm doing. And uh, my mom, she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with this person? What the fuck is wrong with her? This goddamn, she must be Asian or some shit. I gotta get in front of her." We pass her up, and it's some white old white lady. You see what I'm talking about? Um, so every race has their own stigma. Asians drive the worst. Uh, uh, white people, you guys drive the slowest. Black people, we drive fast and reckless. Um, Mexicans, you, <laughs> you got the stigma that I feel the most about Mexican or like Latin Latino is you guys have the smallest cars, the most people inside of it. It's like a circus inside the motherfucker. You got Lupe, Guadalupe, um, Linda, um, Chacho, Chayo, um, Borracho, uh, Juanito, uh, Rosa, um, um, uh, Maria, um, uh, uh, Lupe, it, the, the list goes on and on of people that stack inside of a small car. Cause I've seen this shit in person and I, I'm not about to get canceled. You know what the fuck I'm talking about? Small car, 10 people. We're talking about, um, a small, I drive a small shit, not small, but I drive a Chevy Malibu fits tops, maybe five people, right? Three people in the back, two people in the front. Try the Latin community. We're talking mm, eight tops. Five-person car, eight tops, right? And I'm not fucking saying shit just to say shit. I'm telling the truth. It's it's, it's facts, right? And um, that is the the stigma or the stereotypes about people driving on the road. And, and, it's, and it, it even goes further than that. Like, it gets deeper and deeper when you start thinking about it. Have these conversations at home when people say, start telling people, hey, look, you know, what do you think about people driving on the road? What do you think about um, um, background checks? What do you think about people's uh, stereotypes on the road? You know, it's it's it goes on and on and on. And um, 
the idea that it's um, okay to own a vehicle when you're not saying mine blows my fucking mind because I could be easily as psychopathic as somebody else, but here we are now. Yeah. And this is something that I had in my mind. This is something that was just stewing up when I was thinking about it. I was like, fuck, like, you know, motherfuckers really out here driving cars and they could actually be a serial killer. You know, they could be a murderer. They could be a mass murderer. Um, so in the spirit of that, I'll, I'll share some stories about, um, my friends. Uh, so, uh, uh, my, my, my white counterpart to myself, um, shout out to my boy, Wesley. Uh, he had a, um, a, uh, a blue eyed pit or English bulldog or something like that. I can't remember, but loved his dog to this day. Like he, he loved that dog. Right. And, uh, it was in his backyard in his neighborhood that he lives in, um, to this day. And, uh, he came home when his dog had passed away, sadly. Um, but it was actually killed by a possum, um, a vicious possum got in, attacked the, the dog. And then, uh, um, I think left and I don't think he ever, he, I think he saw it on camera or he killed it. I can't remember, but, um, this, it, you know, it shocked him to his core because it was his favorite dog. And to this day, like he fucking hates possums. Now, People out there saying, oh, possum, they're so cute. Like, they're so blah, blah, blah. So, no, those motherfuckers are vicious. Those Texas possums, I saw one the size of my motherfucking back the other day, right? And I'm a big dude. That motherfucker looked like he was ready to ask me questions about my 401k plan. Like, he was <laughs> he was, he was, was so big that he was comically big. Like, he was big enough to be like, okay, that can't be real. Like, that, like it was that big. Like, the size of my motherfucking head. And if you see me, I got a big-ass head. It's a... It's not a four by five. It's a five by five. You know, I got, I can fit, um, a three story, two bath. I mean, three bed, uh, two bath in my head right now. That's how big my head is. Um, and so it was big ass possum. And so sure enough, uh, to this day, my boy West does not fucking round with possums. I remember one time we were driving down the street and, uh, it was during hurricane Harvey. Um, and he, you know, he had, uh, his truck was in a shop or some shit like that. And so they had gave him a rental car. It was a small blue Ford Fiesta, right? Just enough to fit me and him and his motherfucking and two other people in the backseat. It wasn't a big car at all, you know, um, like a little small hatchback or some shit. And we're flying down the street from leaving his crib. It's kind of raining us up. The hurricane is not really on the north side like that, but it was like on the south side, predominantly flooding a lot of places. And so, um, we're driving, we're listening to music and he sees a possum on the road. And I'm chilling, looking at the street, you know, just paying attention. I'm, I'm playing the tune, shit like that. And I see his ass swerve hard as fuck towards the court curb, misses the damn possum. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And he's like, I saw a possum. That motherfucker's going to be dead, bro. I got to kill that bitch, right? Fucking bust a Yui, comes back down the street, flies back up, sees a possum in the road again, and looks at that bitch like it's two points. <laughs> like he's about to fucking take that bitch out and cook, 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 come breaker like that motherfucker was ready to go he was about that action buster ewing me and his big ass fucking almost capsized a damn car because it's so damn small uh does a j-turn really quick if you don't know what j-turn is you drive really fast hit the damn brake and you know the back car flips around and makes a j so you go back up it's like essentially a u-turn but it's a really fast turn and i think i got that right so um, if I didn't get it right, go fuck yourself. But I'm pretty sure it's a J turn. Anyway, does a quick turn, comes back up the street, sees a possum, misses it. I think we clipped it, and he's like, he's like, yeah, take that bitch. <laughs> Remind he's a white dude, but he's 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 definitely black. You know, he's 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 my brother. Like I don't see um uh, any difference between me and him. We're pretty much the exact same. Like he's his even my birthday is November eighth. His birthday is November 9th. Um, born the same year, you know, f- same color, same likes, same disinterest, everything to to a T. Like we are brothers through and through. That does that's my ace boom coon, right? Um, and I have other best friends, but this is one story that sticks out the most to me because it's it's fucking wild to me. Anyway, um, and th- that notion of somebody actually so pissed off to take something out with the vehicle that they already in, that's fucking crazy to me. Sure, I get it, you know. All death to all possums. You have a, a campaign that you want to run um, under the Trump and Trump administration. <laughs> um, 
but you know uh just to actually be that concerned or that uh um strongly feel about uh taking taking something's life with your vehicle it it it, it seems so out of pocket it seems so out of place you know um another story um uh, one of my other friends, uh, I won't mention his name because I think he wants to retain his anonymity. He just told me a story before I did this podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> he was talking about how um, uh, he was driving down the road, not too far away from home, and uh, there was somebody on the road walking, and everybody was kind of maneuvering out the way of this guy because he was kind of walking a little too further away from the the, the sidewalk. Perfectly good sidewalk, but everybody was kind of moved out of the way from him. And I get it. I've been there before. You know, sometimes I kind of venture off into the street. It's, it's kind of like a adrenaline rush, but just move the fuck out the way, right? So my my buddy, my my best friend, or one of my best friends, um, um, uh, brother in arms, he um is driving down the street and he sees everybody move out the way, but he kind of actually gets close enough where he's about to clip the guy, right? Like he's. He's close enough where he's like, man, I can, I can hit this nigga with my, my V-Room mirror. I can hit his ass. And so he just told me the story just then where he just had that moment and of um, sure intrigue. I'm just like, what? Why? Why would you actually have these? Like, I, my mind, I just wanted to take his ass out. You know, he was in the road. He was in my way. And then, and then that that's a simple conversation that everybody has. I mean, everybody sure enough is probably not as dark as minded as, as me or my friends are, but um I'm pretty sure everybody's on the road has like a, a, a hint of idea like, oh, I could have hit this person in my car blah, 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 blah. or you have hit somebody with the car and it kind of shook you to your core and you probably would never do that again. But um, it's 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 one of those deer in headlight moments, you know, like somebody is completely enamored with the car. So they kind of go towards your car. And I feel like everybody does that when they're just walking on the side of the road. I mean, I get it. It's fucking Houston heat is making you ass delirious. You might see cars as fucking donuts flying down the street or some shit, but just drink some water. It'll be okay. Get on the sidewalk, you know, experience some grass underneath your feet or something like that. Just be more conscientious of how you actually move on the world because there are people that actually are crazy. There's some people that actually aren't that still have the same idea. And then there's people that are just bad drivers. Um, somebody was on their phone, jumped the curb, hit somebody, or they, somebody was on the road, they wasn't paying attention and they clipped them or hit them on the leg or something like that. And that is a, 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 a car that hit somebody that is that's steel on steel metal on metal aluminum wrapped around somebody it's 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 no laughing matter i mean it is kind of funny if somebody makes a weird noise when they get hit like ah! <laughs> but um um yeah it's it, it's uh it's 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 crazy anyway um yeah and uh there there is just so much that goes into it. So many people having bad days. So many people having good days, and there's nowhere to really top it off. So, in that same vein, I want to actually get into the quick hits. So as I said, the quick hits um, is this a segment where we're going to just go over some quick things, some quick topics and um, talk about, you know, today's like um, woes in life, questions, common concerns. Um, I'll address actually if you go into the Elephant um, Room Pod on Twitter and put in some questions, send me some uh, memes, send me some um, funny videos, something like that. I'll do some commentary on it and tell you what I think about it. And then later, when we actually start having video that goes along with the podcast, I'll um, open up uh, Super Chats. I'll open up uh, um, a fan base. There'll be t-shirt apparel. I want to do it all. I want to see where this goes. You know, we're only episode four in, but uh, I'm excited for the future. So, um, going forward, just send me everything. Send me something right now. While it's free, I want you constantly, guys, just to load it up because, you know, I'm not going to rake you over the coals when I start, you know, making it big, but I want to let you guys know, like, we're on the cusp of something great. You can you you can be either starting at the beginning or you start at the end, but no matter what you are, I just want you to start, all right? So, go to the Elephant Room Pod. Tell me, give me your question, comment, concerns, give me some funny videos, and we'll talk about it there. But so the first quick hit that I want to get into today is about um, um, my cousin brought up a good topic on 
our second episode on old English um, was first times, first times um, doing something. And so I'll share my first story uh, about uh, my first time actually having sex. So I was freshman in college and uh, I hadn't talked to this girl. Um, I'm not going to mention her name, but she was pretty cool. You know, I really liked her. Um, and I lost my virginity, I think, at the age of 18. Whoa. Yeah, 18. That's, it was pretty uh, It was pretty late in the game. I was a late bloomer. Uh, so when I got to college, I had a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> I put up some numbers on the scoreboard. Um, he's heating up. And uh, I was I was I was killing it. Um, but nevertheless, um, when I was in college, I was definitely man horn. Now I'm in a state of life where I just want to actually get to know someone and actually um, build a friendship and build a relationship. But um, 18 years old, uh, almost 10 years ago, almost in November 8th, 9th, uh, this year, I'll be 28. Um, so, yeah. Uh, nine years ago on some change, I was a virgin and I lost virginity to this girl, lovely girl. Um, that was the, I guess the college pass around, I guess, but she was real cool. Like she was real fun, real, um, 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 honest. And, uh, she knew what she was about and, and like, she, she knew that she wanted to get some of me. So I gave her some of me, you know what I mean? And, uh, I'll take you back before I actually talk about the time we actually had sex. Actually, yeah, I'll t- I'll, I won't take you back that far, but we went to a, we were supposed to go to a party tonight, but I ended up having a um, get together with friends inside of my dorm room where it was uh, my three other guys versus, no, sorry, two other guys versus three, four girls. And so I was only enamored with one chick and the rest of them had their own situation and plans, stuff like that. And, um, I remember she was, um, went to go help out a friend while we were playing around inside our room. Um, I think we were playing like, um, truth to dare or, um, yeah, I think we were playing Truth or Dare or something, something stupid like that. But we didn't have any alcohol, so we were just, like, being completely honest on, like, what we wanted to do with no alcohol involved, which is probably, like, the best way to go about it. I mean, it's more of an adult version of it, because, but nevertheless, it's, it did open the opportunity for us to actually be honest as opposed to being inebriated and making a bad decision based off of us being drunk. So I thank God that we actually had that experience where it wasn't alcohol involved, and I don't really drink, so there's that, too. So... We go forward. We're like playing around. She leaves because she's had her friends having a bad day. And um, in that, uh, she left while everybody else is like getting some, like messing around with other people. So I went to the restroom and um, and I think I talked about it in the podcast with my cousin. But, uh, you know, I went to the restroom chilling and she left and then she came back and we heard her banging on the door. One of my homeboys sets it up. It's like, hey, look, Rob's been waiting for you. He's like in the restroom chilling, blah, 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 blah. And she said, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going back there. She went back there. I'm sitting on the toilet because I'm trying to get my, my homeboy space and we're in my dorm room. And um, like she came in and she sat on the floor. And I was like, oh, let me get up and move. So she's like, get up. And she kind of like pulls in my trunks. And then she started giving me head in, in the restroom and stuff like that. One of the top tier head experience I've ever had. Definitely top 10. Um, but nevertheless, she spent the night that night. Spent the night that night, and then we started to actually get to know each other. We didn't have sex that night, but we got to know each other more and more and more as time went by. And uh, I think actually, I think two days passed by. So no, sorry, one day. So that night, um, spent the night in my place. Woke up, got head again, immaculate. Then uh, it was raining outside, so we didn't have anything else to do. It was a Saturday, so I think I got head again on like next to the window while it was raining outside top tier experience too. It was like a, like a monsoon. It was raining real bad. So I was like, damn, you know, I'm a water sign too. When, when it's raining outside, only you can do is fucking sleep. You know what I mean? So, um, got hit again. Then she left. Um, she had that super neck and (laughs) she left and, uh, she came back, uh, Sunday, slept with me again, didn't have sex. And we were just kind of just chilling, getting to know each other. And uh, she knew that I was a virgin, but um, she was just, I guess she wanted to take my virginity real bad. So she was constantly like coming by every day. 
Monday rolls around, school is back, and we have to, you know, I'm getting ready to go to class. And so she wanted to see me, I think, in between my math class and my history class. So I had like a two-hour gap between my math and history. So I was in my room probably studying or just jacking off or some shit. I don't know. Um, um, and I think I was just chilling. And she came over and she's like, hey, look, do you have any condoms? I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I have condoms. Um, I remember I had condoms because my stepdad actually had bought me some before he left. Um left my dorm room but when he dropped me off during my freshman orientation and so i was like fucking stepdad came in clutch you know um my dad came in clutch so i got the condoms and she put the condom on me top tier experience she put the condom on me not with the hands but with the mouth that's pro pro right to this day burning my brain and um she put the condom on me and then she got on top and uh, it was the first time I ever actually like penetrated, you know, a punene. But uh, you know, she's on top of me, and then she starts to ride, and then my alarm goes off because I have to catch a shuttle to go to my history class. I'm such a fucking nerd that I was like, oh, I gotta go to class. Um, um, this has been great. Uh, I didn't come. <laughs> I didn't bust a nut yet. I was just so, um, um, hmm. I don't know. It was such a shock that I was like, damn, I just lost my virginity. And um, I had a little skip my step. Like, I was actually walking a little skip. I left her in my room. You know, I was like, hey, you know, you stay here. I'll be back. When I get back, we'll continue this. You know, blah, blah, blah. Went to hour long class, came back to, to the dorm room. She was there because she didn't have class for the rest of the day. And then we got right back to business. And um, I remember um, we were having sex and. You know, this is my first time even doing like mission and stuff like that. Shit all came natural. And I'm like, damn, like I'm maybe actually pretty good at this, right? And it all got ruined because my roommate, um, this fat ass white dude, um, I don't know why it makes difference if he's white or not, but this fat ass dude, um, fucking walks into the dorm room and opens up the the curtain that leads into my room. And he's like, oh God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but, but. You heard me getting it in. The bed was shaking. The door was busting down. I'm breaking cheeks. And you want to fucking come in there because you ain't getting none? Move your ass out the way, bro. I, I wanted to get up and start fighting his ass. So <laughs> I can remember I got up and uh, I was like, excuse me. Like I was talking to God, excuse me. I got to go handle something. So I walked into the room, opened the curtain back up. And shing, fucking me going through the curtain. So whatever, right? I closed the curtain behind me and then I walk up to him. And um, I fucking like tap his uh his um his headphones off his ear because I'm pissed. I'm like, bitch. I'm like, just bitch. Uh, and I just I just look at him. I just knocked his earphones off and I stare him in his eyes. I said, you know what the fuck you did. That's all I said to him. You know what the fuck you did. And he's like, I'm sorry, man. I, I didn't know. I had my earphones on. I just didn't know. And then and you you just wanted to get a sneak peek of, of the damn dick. Hmm. That's what you wanted you damn freak <laughs> you're the freaky ass nigga like I, like I was like i was pissed up mom i was upset i was like you freaky frog anyway so uh um did that went back to uh, having sex later i think that night when he went to sleep and on the side now that motherfucker was weird i think he was jacking off to like the walking dead one night i think he had like a necrophilia addiction or something like that because i remember he had like he was watching the walking dead one night the girl wasn't there and i was in my room by myself chilling and uh, i had the tv off and i, was, I had woke up because i had to pee so i got back down laid down and so i think i started dozing off and i hear him like oh uh, uh, and i knew it was the walking dead because like, like that fucking intro to the walking dead and um, I heard, you know, Rick Grounds, Michonne, we got to get to, he's like, you don't know the way, Carl. Like, I, like, uh, it's like, we're lost, man. We're lost. Like I heard Rick Grimes, you know, in the background and I heard, um, um, my roommate just like, Oh, Oh, oh gee. Oh, like, I was like, what the fuck? And I started making random noises around the room. So that way it, it would make him know that I was up. Like I was like, like, Hey nigga, like I'm. Yeah. I can hear you. I can hear you. Um, but yeah, that was a quick hit. So I just want to say crazy, crazy life we live in, but that, that appreciate it. That was a quick hit.
And um, this 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 segment will definitely be filled out more. And once you guys actually start sending me um, uh, ideas, questions, comments, concerns, things that you find funny in life, and then I'll talk about in the pod whenever I do a next pod. Right now, there is no structure to it. I'm just kind of giving you guys as much content as I possibly can until I actually have a structured podcast. So maybe around the 10th or 12th episode or um, maybe the 20th, depending on how far and how fast I can actually do it. Cause my, uh, you know, sometimes I have a busy schedule, but right now it's kind of slow with my job. So I'm just kind of feeling that void. We're just like working out and doing this podcast with you guys. So, um, until then, um, I'm just going to keep giving you guys content after content. Um, so, um, I'm going to actually challenge you guys. So with the elephant room pod, elephant room pod, E L E P A N T R O O M P O D. Look for me in Peoples. I'm registered as a business on Twitter. Go find me out. Go check me out. It's the Elephant Room Podcast on Twitter. I need at least, let's say we're starting out brand new. Give me 20 followers. Hell, give me 40 followers. I'll give you um, content after content, but I have a old video. I'm sorry, old audio of me and my sister starting this podcast when we first actually decided to um, do this in the first place. I have an old audio file that never made it to the light of day. Nobody ever heard it. And to give you context of how old it is, Batman and Superman, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice that just came out and, uh, um, or was about to come out. I can't remember, but, uh, that's the time frame we're looking at. And we talked about a lot of stuff. Me and my sister are hilarious. And, um, I don't like the sound of a younger voice, Rob, but I'm pretty sure you guys will get a quick out of it. So, um, let's get 20 followers. Let's do some, uh, some retweets, some questions, some comments, concerns, and I'll upload that to Twitter or I'll upload it to here as a, as a, as a form of a podcast. Some stuff is copyrighted. Cause I, I think I use like, a um, uh, some Ty Dolla song or some, some fucking, um, um, uh, what was it? Um, what's the nigga name? He's in jail right now or in trial right now. And he's like Lil Wayne. And, you know, he's not really Lil Wayne. He's, um, I'm forgetting this man's name. Um, hmm. If you know that uh, song, is it first you get that money, then you get that power? What is that nigga's name? Um, hit it with that blocker, blocker, nigga. Get it back. Get it back. Um, anyway, that song, um, or some song that I used from him, um, is on there. And, uh, um, with that being said, I can't really use parts of the podcast. So I have to kind of edit out around it, but I'll make sure I put it up there for you guys. It's, I think it's an hour of content of pure funnies. Me and my sister kind of constantly going back and forth with each other. Um, if you thought me and my cousin were funny, my, me and my sister are, are definitely top tier hilarious. Me, me and my cousin are definitely funny as shit, but my, my, my sister and me um, and my brother, we all have the same level of uh, hilarious intent and that comedic time and just like on point when we're around with each other. Um, um, so, yeah. Let's get 20 followers. Let's get people listening to that. Let's uh, tell people to go download the podcast um let's get some downloads let's get some uh uploads all this stuff is free i mean i don't think it's paying pockets i'm not asking for anything right now i'm not asking for any money i want this to be a completely free experience for you guys a, a complete conversation just us talking you know i want us to actually open the channels of us actually having communication something that's lost in the day and age so with that being said i want to actually leave you guys on um um sweet notes give you guys something to actually ride to work or ride home with and actually think about and just you know nibble on, I guess. So, um, we are corporeal beings that live in this world that are fixated on finding each other, finding something to actually cling on to. I want you guys to actually know that you already are a part of something. You're part of the human race. You're part of the human experience. And to be human is to make mistakes. So make your mistakes, love who you are, be who you are, and never apologize for anything in between that time. So, in the, the same vein of me going off on Medicaibo earlier, um, a special song I want to send off with, uh, but let you guys know, love you, be happy, live life, and always find the elephant in the room. All right. Peace.
Me llega esa duda que siempre estremece Si valgo algo, quién soy Si alguien me amara como soy Me he sentido mal todos estos meses Pero sé que el día vendrá Con problemas 